how we can help uh, companies who are not there in the top 10 to get there and then be able to compete with the top 10 before they get eaten. Hint, hint, this is the problem that Bitrise is trying to solve. Welcome to the next episode of Cloud Uru, the podcast that is focused on cloud technologies. Uh, this podcast is delivered to you by Revolji. Hello, I'm Stepan. And I'm Mate. And today we are here with our special guest, Arpad Kuhn from Bitrise. Hi, Arpad. We are really glad to have you here with us. Hi there. Nice to meet you. Uh, excited to be here. Hello, Arpad. Good to have you here. So, Arpad, uh, if I'm correct, you are currently working as a VP of Engineering and Infrastructure at Bitrise. Uh, the CICD platform for mobile apps. Can you just briefly tell us more about uh, the company itself, about your job and uh, you know your history with the company? Yeah, so um, yes, it, it, it's correct. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm supporting a, a really talented uh, group at Bitrise that is, is growing. So basically I'm supporting uh, engineers who are making mobile DevOps reality helping uh, software engineers uh, to be more uh, efficient uh, all over the world uh, who are delivering mobile applications to their end users. Uh, we are a remote company, like we transitioned to remote a couple of months ago. Uh, we have teams uh, all over the world. Uh, I am based in San Francisco, California uh, area. The, we have teams uh, all over Europe, uh, mostly Hungary, UK, Netherlands, Spain. Germany, et cetera, et cetera. And we have also teams um, and team members in, in the United States uh, all over the place. So it's it's quite fun. And we are just growing like crazy and, and, and solving great things. So which area are you more interested in? Maybe which I will just have a quick question about the remote. So uh, did you switch to remote uh, mostly or only because of COVID? Or uh, did you have also other reasons to, to do it? So yeah, we, when we started, uh, uh, we had offices in Boston, in San Francisco, in London, and of course, uh, Budapest, Hungary, where the first office was uh, launched. But because of COVID, uh, we had to rethink. And we already started to transition to this remote because we had more and more people all over the US and not really centralized in a single location. We had to tackle this uh, problem uh, of of uh, working uh, with people who are remotely uh, joining and uh, or or just not showing up in a, in the same room or the same office building, so uh, COVID just accelerated this uh, because we really wanted to hire the talent and work with the talent and not not necessarily with the location, so that was already there, uh, but um, but COVID just accelerated it. Okay, thank you. Makes sense. We are on the same side, so we repeated basically the same decision a couple of months ago. Um, maybe could you just briefly describe us uh, how your like standard uh, workday look like in uh, in your current position? Yeah, so uh, uh, that's fun. Um, so as again, we are a remote company, so we are all over the world. I'm on the West Coast, the United States, so I'm nine hours behind uh, Europe, Central Europe. Uh, and uh, so usually my day starts at uh, 6 to 7 a.m., sometimes at 5, like today, uh, which is not fun. Uh, uh, catching, so, you know, usually I just catch up on fire, so that's the first thing. Um, and then syncing with the team members, partners, the stakeholders, uh, uh, working on 
at different levels at the different uh, meetings on the short and long-term plans and goals and how we align those necessary constantly rethinking the organization when i have time in the afternoon uh, you know what serves the customers best what is the organization structure that that uh, we can create that that uh, serves our customers best and um you know, this there is this uh, saying that what got us here won't get us there. So as you are growing company, you have to constantly be on the toes. Of, like, how do you how do you re rethink and re uh, evaluate and recreate yourself? Uh, and of course, the big big part is hiring of every day, uh, working on budgets and vendors and stuff. So you know, and then comes the fun part, uh, which varies. Uh, so technology wise, uh, I still try to be on top of things as much as I can. Although it's recently it's harder. Um, infrastructure is very close to my heart as well. Uh, so I'm still trying to make sure that we, we are going to the right direction, and um, and uh, and basically hitting mobile DevOps on the head, which is a moving target. So uh, uh, that that's where how my day goes. It's, it's it is it varies based on the day and the week and which cycle we are in our OKR cycle, etc., etc. But uh, um, it usually starts early and ends late. Great, thank you. Uh, as you already mentioned, like a minute ago, uh, that you are growing very fast, and you just recently got your Series uh, C funding. How this affected uh, your working with the teams and your internal growth and your involvement with the, with the work with the team? That's a great question. Uh, so, the Series C is both a blessing and um, I wouldn't say a curse, but expectation, right? So. Um, the reason why we got this because we are growing very well in in both business and the technology areas and we are able to show uh, the growth that is required how it has changed um it goes back to like how we reorganize ourselves and how we how we re, uh, uh, invent ourselves uh, as a group uh, of, of of engineers uh, product people ux design data etc the whole r and d org to provide value and uh, and what we are be focusing on, so more people means more bandwidth, but still focus is super important. So, what are the things that are you are focusing on? How do you choose the, your target customer? Who is the who is the best uh, uh, persona or or, or or type to go after? Uh, how we can uh, achieve the business goals with with the, with the with the available talent and how do we need to change that? Et cetera, et cetera. So. A lot has changed. I can't even um, no. I don't even know which which direction I should go. If I had to choose one, maybe I would go uh, hiring. Hiring is is uh, is one of the biggest challenge to find the right people. Uh, uh, but uh, lucky enough, uh, Bitrice is a good brand, and that's where we, we can attract talent. And also, what helps is that more and more people realize how important mobile is now and especially in the future as things are, are developing. So, so therefore, uh, it, is, it is much easier for us to attract great talent and, and retain them uh, because we have definitely a, a great future. Uh, it was just maybe not as clear uh, a couple of years ago even uh, as it is maybe today. And when you're mentioning hiring and also like remote approach, uh, it, it basically means that you opened your door to, to the whole world. You can hire people from, from anywhere, basically. Uh, is there any, any country or any region that you, you maybe opened your door and you were surprised that uh, uh, you got a lot of talents or good people and you haven't been considering them before 
based on the region or uh, old structure. Hmm. So there are a multi there are multiple challenges with uh, with growing um, and uh, and the time zones uh, and if you want to cover uh, and move fast and if you have uh, centralized knowledge about uh, a domain uh, how to how to turn that into a, a powerhouse that has uh, team members from anywhere on the globe so there are there are real challenges with that so the the, the strategy that we took uh, uh, was that we opened up uh, uh, europe completely and we added also the united states uh, area so that's where we, we we started mostly because most of our customers are are coming from from these so we want to be as close to the customer as possible uh, to serve them the best and um, and also the time zone uh, differences so if we added the uh, asia pacific uh, to this at the same time it would be super super hard to to scale the team at the same time from you know a 360 uh, degrees around the, around the globe so we chose the the strategy to to tackle first one time zone and then we can expand to to, uh, to another one to cover uh, the sun uh, following the sun but for for now we we have we are focusing on two yeah thank you make make perfect sense uh, so how, how many how many people do you have uh, internally in your in your devops team so uh, almost 60 in a few days it will be 60 because we have people constantly joining uh, by the end of the year it's expected to be around 100 that's significant growth congratulations uh have you ever followed uh, some some common methodologies for improving uh, the devops uh, culture inside your, your company so so yeah this is a uh, this is a huge topic i guess for everyone uh, who who has been in software development for a long time um the way how i look at it is uh so first of all we are using we are we are a devops uh, company not just that we are creating mobile devops uh, uh, as a as a as a category and all the features and services for that but also all of our teams are operating uh, in that uh, with that methodology of course so so we have like a, this weird uh, view of this like both we we are using it but at the same time we are creating it for other software engineers and software developers and teams and uh, and managers and uh, executives and all the other who are benefiting from the services that we are are building uh, to uh, to have insights into what is happening because you know if you say devops um, getting a, a a change out to a website uh, nowadays is pretty much covered end to end and it's really easy uh, to follow through and go through that nice uh, you know eight sign but um, the same is not really real for for mobile uh, so that's what we are are, are working on and we are trying to use the, the the experience and and also some hypothesis, some uh, uh, real world uh, uh, knowledge about that we have mobile developers who who joined us and help us to create that for mobile uh, software engineers uh, to create the same experience and even better hopefully uh, so you can feel that you as a software engineer you are empowered to do what you like the most uh, and that is code so we again just to summarize like we use it for our internal uh, services uh, deploying all the all the services and and feed and the um, 
uh, functions and everything that we uh, that we create uh, as a as a software company as a SaaS company as well as uh, creating the tools for other software engineers who are using us thank you yeah so i wanted to ask like except uh, except the hiring uh, what are your biggest uh, plans uh, for this year if not all of them are confidential of course but uh, do you have some like you know main topics or main initiatives you would like to focus this year except hiring uh, so yeah, roadmap is something that I'm not, not necessarily cannot sh- cannot share, uh, but uh, there's something that the insights uh, uh, is is definitely coming, uh, which will help you to give visibility what is happening in your CI/CD and in your CI uh, steps, and it will give you insight what is happening in your um, in your workflows, and also. In general, I think we can uh, we can talk about it uh, in a, the following way. We are trying, no, we are actually tackling mobile DevOps to give you insight what is happening before the code hits the build, during what what happen, what is happening, and what is happening after. So we are trying to give. No, we are we, we are going to give uh, a a tool uh, or multiple tools for software engineers in the mobile space to give visibility and not just for for software engineers but for other other personas who are in that because mobile space, mobile is, is 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 pretty messy there are a lot of personas involved at, at different stages in the in the life cycle and and i think we want to give uh, tools for companies to be able to control and have insights what is happening at these each life cycles. I think this is a problem we're solving, which is remain to be solved. Okay. Do you do you see like a different needs based on the industries in the mobile? I mean, like, for example, if you if you, you know have a customer, for example, from the, the gaming industry using your platform, uh like does he behave differently than for example someone you know developing like a fintech application or something like that or are the needs basically the same and it doesn't matter if it's that or that industry so if you are looking at uh, gaming and and fintech specifically uh, of course there are overlaps but there are also very big differences so in gaming you have to typically you have to move around really large assets uh, you have to be very uh, focused on on fast uh, testing on gpus uh, or the ui testing have to be uh, much much more ui testing needs to be done um, and um, and because of the assets because of the uh, the different um, ways of uh, like how how mobile how these games are 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 created how what how close they have to be to the to their backend service how they reach that etc so there there are differences that are, are making mobile gaming hard to crack and and typically uh, most companies go uh, with uh, with in house uh, our aim is to make sure that uh, that uh, our platform is able to support that uh, and uh, and so they don't have to to worry about that uh, fintech is um, is uh, if you, if you look at fintech that would have basically for example much more overlaps with other uh, apps like in the app store like larger apps like uh, the the super apps uh, in, in the app store and uh, and therefore the overlap there is is much much bigger 
so gaming is 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 still I, I feel it's it's more of a niche uh, from a mobile DevOps and CI/CD perspective. The uh, fintech and um, and the basically the rest of the world have have more overlaps. Okay, if if we go more specifically to, to your company and to the bit dig uh, a bit deeper, like what technologies or maybe what technologies uh, trend are you currently following? Uh, basically, the complexity of mobile uh, needs a value stream management and monitoring uh, capability that doesn't exist. So my interest is in there. How do we create that? Uh, and what is what is what is required? Uh, what technologies are are required in order to uh, to, to deliver that? So, so starting from uh, your, if you are a company that is uh, mostly dependent on the outcome of how successful your application is uh, in the App Store, and your your uh, you are then actually you can trickle it down. You, your outcome and your your company success is in the end will be uh, dependent on the development process. How fast can you deliver the updates to your uh, to your end users? Are those updates the right updates? How do they behave? Uh, uh, how the customers behave with these new updates? What are the crashes, etc.? So we can go deeper and deeper. Uh, so I'm fascinated by this um, this shift. What I see in the industry happening uh, that mobile everything has to be a mobile application almost. Like like if you look at the uh, teenagers, everyone is on their mobile and and basically uh, interacting with the world with mobile applications. So it's it's super important how to keep this momentum up because as these people grow up they, and, and get older and older, that is unlikely to change. So in terms of technology trends, I think this is itself a technology trend. Uh, maybe that was not the, the question that you aimed at, but uh, this is what it triggers me. Like this huge shift that has been going on for long. And then I think everyone knows this. So I'm not saying anything that is like, wow, yeah, this is new. Every, everyone knows about this, but we, we, we might just stop here and step back. Like, uh, how much do you interact with so is there anything that you interact with, with your uh, uh, service providers, anything that is not via an app or not via your phone? Some of them is still websites, but most of them are getting app and FNF. So if you if you look at that uh, and how much, uh, um, especially in the US uh, and also in Asia, uh, the super apps, uh, the Tencent, WeChat, Grab, for example, the, the share of the downloads the, the active users and then the revenue that is going into the uh, that is happening in the market in mobile goes into these top ten uh, uh, apps that are in the in the in the app stores. It's concentrated there. So so again, the question is like, what are the technology trends? So it comes back to business. How do these companies grow from there? Uh, do they have to uh, go into adjacent play, uh, spaces so to grow? So, like, uh, uh, and also, will it appear in the in the West as well, like in, in our area, that these super apps that are just going to grow? For example, an Uber is a good example that you know Uber was first. You could ride the high, uh, high <laughs> you could uh, call for a ride, and uh, and now you can also order taxis, also order food, and and they just go into adjacent uh, industries or areas and and they might uh, uh, disrupt them so so it's um 
so again, this is this is more of like a, a, a business uh, trend. But at the same time, it goes back. It is more happening on mobile. So what? How we can help uh, companies who are not there in the top ten to get there and then be able to compete with the top ten before they get eaten. So what is the technology that we need to build in order to 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 make that happen? So that's how I think about it. Maybe not the right answer, but uh, I think it's an interesting talk. No, but I, I think it's very important to stress out, like uh, the the point what, what you made that uh, like if you don't have a mobile app uh, today, it, you might uh, come to extinction very very soon. Or uh, yeah, and I think that maybe it's interesting point. Like very the private companies usually don't have an issue with uh, <clears throat> working with with apps and mobile apps. But what do you think about uh, maybe the government or like the state? Uh, itself and uh, how the, the states are interacting with uh, with uh, these new challenges, which are not that new, as you mentioned, for, for the private companies. Yeah, I mean, this is this is not happening like in a fast pace. It's like a, like a slow motion. Maybe that's why uh, some people didn't realize it uh, earlier, although I think most of them are realizing. So government, I don't know. Uh, they have to they have to figure it out. I saw good examples. I saw really good examples, uh, and uh, and uh, and they have to, you know, they have to keep up. They have to bring the talent. It's really hard because they are competing with the with the industry uh, for for the talent, uh, and and mobile engineers uh, are are really highly seeked after uh, resource. So so it's 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 not easy to find talent. But um, but also I had another thought while you were while you were listening. Uh, to you on 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 the larger companies just just listen just look at what happened to lighthouse great idea they they brewed it out there tried and then if you don't have the engine that these large companies have that they design something they come up with an idea or they see an idea design it internally put it into production in three months uh, behind a, a feature flag test it out and if it works, then just just uh, gradually releasing, uh, and they have the full tool set in, uh, to do that with that highly integrated into uh, technical technical so like uh, business metrics and uh, technology metrics like stability, et cetera, et cetera, how it how it uh, uh, performs, and and I think it is it it will become harder and harder for the for the for the companies who are not in the top ten to compete. Uh, who who don't have these these technologies? Now uh, the government is just one of 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 this uh, area that uh, is going to be hard to get into the top ten. I assume who knows. So, is there maybe anything that you consider as a technology of the future? Like just to wrap up this uh, this topic. Mm. Uh, this is a good question. So um, uh, I guess this is going to also be like. Uh, 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 everyone is talking about metaverse right now, uh, and um, and I'm I'm also monitoring that because of some personal background uh, and and uh, and the past, and also some uh, someone is working in this area uh, in my family. So um, so it's um, it's 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 really exciting uh, for me to see uh, what is going to happen. I, I I think mobile was the first. Uh, in my lifetime, uh, that uh, in, my, in my professional lifetime, 
mobile was the first uh, huge shift uh, that was like transforming also cloud computing of course because you know when i started i was still you know server and working and then installing and you know booting from floppy disks and stuff was fun uh, but uh, but uh, nowadays it's, it's it's different the infrastructure is different uh, but but in terms of like that uh, re reshaped how we communicate and how we interact with technology that was the mobile and then and then the next one is uh, I, I think uh, AR VR and uh, and how we how how the metaverse will will, uh, will play a, a role in it so um, I'm super excited to see what 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 happens in this area yeah, it's a cool, you know, period of, uh, I would say, life we are we are right now in uh, that uh, we can actually uh, see and be part of uh, so many changes. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I'm also it's looking fun forward to what will be next. It's fun time to be alive right now, I have to admit. Uh, yeah. I agree. Uh, I have just the last short question regarding this uh, this topic. Yeah, you mentioned that basically between these uh, top 10 uh, apps, uh, usually these are these like super apps uh, offering almost everything. Do you see some other way how to, you know, get between these top 10 or simply like the, the, the best apps different than be one of these super apps? So, so how to get, how to become a top 10 app? Is that the question? Yeah, how to become a top 10 app uh, and not to be the same as, you know, Uber uh, and uh, Grab and etc. offering basically the whole set of services. But uh, if there is a way actually to get into top 10, some other way, uh, I don't know what it could be. But um, so I'm asking if uh, we should expect that everyone will be creating in the future the same, basically, or mm -hmm. if uh, there are some other ways how to get on top uh, than yeah, copying what already is here. That's a great question. So I think both will happen. Um, and disclaimer, I have never had an application in the top 10, not even close. Uh, so uh, so, uh, not, I, so I, I don't know the answer. Uh, but uh, uh, my opinion about this is that getting in the top 10 is easier to stay there. Uh, so if you have a good idea, for a short period of time, you can most likely, if you hit it right, capture the excitement uh, for a couple of weeks, maybe months. And uh, and then the big question is, can you then keep that excitement uh, uh, and 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 can you deliver value to the to the users who, who are using it uh, that is still there so they come back and use it? So what is the stickiness? Can you find the stickiness? And that can be an idea that we haven't thought of, and uh, and someone will come up with that. Now, the first movers are not necessarily the winners. We have seen many examples in the market, so or in the industry. So, like, uh, where is MySpace, uh, for example, uh, and, and things like that, and even what was before that. So, um, it, it's not necessarily given if you are, are, are top that you can remain there. What is the the secret that you can remain there for a long time? That is even harder question. I think that's that. Uh, but one thing is 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 for sure, you have to be able to deliver uh, value and updates on a regular basis, with high confidence and very short turnaround time. The shortest you can, so you can iterate faster. So you can find out what is working and what's not working. 
hint, hint, this is the, what the problem that Bitrise is trying to solve. Uh, uh, but, but in terms of how to get there, is a good idea is enough, how to stay there. Uh, he was bit right. <laughs> no, that, that's not how it meant, but this is how it kind of put together and <laughs> it came out. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Alpha. Um, you mentioned, you know, that one of these uh, like big changes uh, in your uh, in your life or in your career was uh, public cloud. So, um, it was uh, actually the name of the podcast is Cloud Do You Do? So, are you using cloud in a bit rise? I would expect yes. Uh, and could you maybe share a bit more if it's if it's not a secret? Oh, yeah, yes. Um, um, we absolutely absolutely use uh, uh, cloud. Uh, we use uh, GCP, AWS, and uh, we use um, it's called Max Stadium. Uh, they are not necessarily like cloud provider in a sense that what what qualifies a cloud provider uh, in my humble opinion uh, we use them as bare metal um, uh, services to to host uh, uh, mac mac infrastructure and we build the cloud on top of uh, of the of these uh, mac infrastructure uh, for for our uh, mac os based builds so we have we created our own uh, scheduler, uh, control plane, everything very similarly how how uh, um, a large company, large like uh, larger cloud providers do workload scheduling, etc. So 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 we built it in a way that that is highly uh, resilient, uh, scalable, and 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 fault tolerant, etc. So cloud is in our blood. Uh, my personal background: I came from a company uh, uh, like my one of my previous uh, employers was a, was a public cloud provider. So, and I worked on that, which was also fun. So, so yeah, uh, cl cloud is great. Uh, you have to find the um, the use case, uh, how you use it, and um, and it it also it comes down uh, essentially which direction your company is going in terms of using cloud so some are still believing that on-prem is important some are um, went full on cloud and everything is is in the cloud and then some are are focusing on that i have to have everything in the environment that i maintain like in a VPC in a cloud, and then and everything that has to be secured around that, and uh, but some are are uh, okay with uh, with uh, software as a service or or platform as a service providers to 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 run uh, special services for them. Some are required that you have to run it in my account or in my VPC. Some are fine if the it is outside of my account and outside of my VPC. So how this trend is going is 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 pretty interesting, and it has also implications how how uh, DevOps and 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 also DevSecOps uh, is is getting uh, into the mix. Like how do you secure these workloads? In how do you ensure visibility? What is happening? Where? Uh, how do you make sure that the environments are secure and not just? Uh, uh, um, within your environment, but also the dependencies that are coming in. And the list is long. Yeah, you also mentioned basically that you have like what we call the multi-cloud strategy, that you are having more vendors for, for your cloud. And I wonder if it's uh, because you don't want to be locked uh, within one vendor or you are finding uh, different uh, services uh, within the vendor that works for you better. And that's why we decided to use a multi-cloud strategy for that. 
Um, I wish the answer was this uh, sophisticated, but uh, um, and it actually it is uh, kind of, but it also has history. So, uh, so it's a combination of uh, how you start and where you start and what is available where uh, and what uh, seems to make sense. So there's a combination of that. Uh, this is why you know cloud providers are giving you a lot of uh, uh, incentives in the beginning to start there because then if they, you get you locked in, then you are, they are happy. Uh, saying it as a former uh, cloud provider uh, employee, uh, it's, it's, uh, it, it makes a lot of sense, right? However, um, what is good for the, for the customer? So I believe, uh, and again, in my past, in a, in a previous startup where I, uh, I have worked, we intentionally chose a, a cloud-independent architecture and, and software stack. So we can move anywhere uh, based on availability, cost, issues, anything. Uh, so we uh, we build that intentionally. However, that means that yeah, there is a lot of uh, heavy lifting that you have to do it on your own team and on uh, on on time that cloud providers can actually abstract away. So uh, it's a decision uh, where you focus. And as startups, uh, you have to be mindful where you when you invest where. Uh, so uh, it's I think it's a really really hard question. Um, but uh, multi cloud is important. So if you need to move for whatever reason, business, uh, technology, uh, strategy, uh, uh, it can be anything, then you 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 have an easier time. But at the same time, how much do you invest in that uh, uh, when you are building the and focusing on customer impact? So you have to find the balance. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, we have uh, uh, one more question in this uh, in this part of our podcast. And actually, uh, you know, uh, as I understand the Bitrise, uh, we are focusing a lot of, as we discussed, on a developer experience uh, topic in general. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the Bitrise was designed by developers for developers, maybe, if I, if I am correct. How do you like approach this uh, this like uh, topic also internally, and what, you know, where do you see like the key points for for the for the developer experience? Uh, so yeah, this is thank you for the question. <laughs> I, I have to be transparent here to be fair. <laughs> so yeah, we we kind of sucked at this uh, uh, for for some time because uh, you know when you start. Um, uh, building something, uh, and then you realize that uh, other software engineers love it, and then oh, actually, yeah, let's add this and let's add that, and and then oh, actually, you could do this third thing, and oh, but you have to change this. No, no, okay, just hack this a little bit together, and then it will it will be fine, and then let's move on. So uh, there are parts of this uh, that happened that we gradually uh, worked down the tech depth, but also the um, the other is that we have not really invested a lot uh, early on in in developer experience or 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 um, or or tooling or internal enablement or internal platform or things like that. I'm not sure if this is a these are synonyms for you. In my mind, these these ring uh, uh, as a synonym. Uh, so um, we have not done that for some time, but we did uh, recently. So we are heavily investing into uh, helping uh, our internal uh, software engineers to be able to 
uh, focus on what they do best is coding, shorten the 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 cycle of uh, the CI cycle, shorten the time to release, everything that is possible. So you you can just basically focus on coding. No fast if you what you wrote is does what it is intended, land it, claim the impact, and move on. Okay, thank you. Uh, by the way, do you see like as you are doing this these improvements uh, and I'm coming back to our like one of the first topics. Uh, does it help also with the hiring? You know, because I would expect if I would be a developer and I'm not, uh, I would say, okay, so like Bitrise, it would be probably like my dream dream company. So uh, if you see see here this connection that you know the new employees are actually expecting that uh, in your company the the environment for them would be the the best one. So we are really heavily working on it right now, and you and we have actually job openings uh, for this team right now open, and I'm, I, I would be surprised how many people want to join that uh, to help other internet engineers. I was definitely surprised how many great uh, people uh, are, are are in the queue uh, uh, trying to to, to 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 solve this challenge. I hundred percent believe that the talent is best used if they can focus on what they do best and remove the frustration as much as possible. And that's, this is why we're investing in this uh, heavily and we will keep continuing investing in that. Uh, whoever gets this right has the engine to grow, try new things and, and figure out what works and what's not. Similarly to the products that we are trying to build for our mobile software engineer counterparts. So we neglected this a little bit early on because we were so focused on on our our, our customers, but that doesn't mean that we 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 don't do it. So we have done this. Uh, we have invested. So we we launched an internal platform team, uh, that internal enablement team that uh, starts with the platform. So fully automated self serve. Uh, uh, system for deploying, uh, debugging uh, uh, things, all SOC to compliant, uh, all the tools are there. So you don't really have to worry on uh, like, how do I create my, how do I put my code now here and then I need a PR and how, how it is goes to, to production. Everything is fully automated, all the logs, everything automatically created and, and you can just uh, uh, hop on uh, between your, your tasks and, and, and and write awesome code, and the and the cycle is 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 uh, is very short. Also integrated, we can do testing, AB, uh, blue green, etc. So it's a it's really really exciting. Uh, um, it's not everything is ready yet, so we are still working on uh, uh, areas and will improve areas uh, over time. But um, in in uh, in the last uh, three months, we made a lot of progress in this area, and, and we are going to migrate existing features. We already migrated a bunch uh, uh, and existing services over to this, and we keep uh, adding more and migrating more. So it's, I think it's a super important investment. Uh, uh, and uh, to your question, absolutely, it is very important in hiring because not just hiring to retain 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 people. Because if you if you as a software engineer who is, you know, pulling their hair out. That they are waiting for some CI job will get stuck, and I don't know if it was me or something else, or or I cannot land the impact of what I, I coded. I don't know even where that goes and what it what it had, what it uh, solved. It's really uh, disheartening, uh, and 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 erodes away my 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 eagerness to 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 pro, you know to produce uh, great stuff. So it's not just hiring; it's also retaining talent. 
and uh, and 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 also maximizing the the talent capability. So I look at it at multiple angles. Okay, and one last uh, question from my side, actually connected with this topic. Um, do you have some, let's say, like soft perks also for not just the developers, but basically for all talents you are attracting to the company? I mean, like, example, you know, four day working week or uh, some other things how we are creating the environment I would say more like pleasant for for your people or uh, just to yeah you know make them more more and more happy then i would say these like hard things as uh, as is really as as you mentioned uh, till now so yeah there, there is a lot of 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 chatter about this uh, so no we do not have uh, for the uh, working week uh, our all of our customers are 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 five day working week and uh, we have to serve them, uh, so it's 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 it would be hard not to. Uh, we are not uh, the uh, this in this uh, industry that we can actually do, and uh, it's really interesting to see how how this trend goes. Uh, you know, if most of our customers switch, then also maybe we can switch. Uh, I do not really have uh, opinions about this other than just uh, seeing what what is happening and how it unfolds. Um, also, it is very uh, location specific, I think. Like um, what is uh, uh, which country, which background uh, it comes from. So it's um, it's a it's it's a it's an interesting question. We'll see how it out unfolds. Uh, in terms of perks, so this is that we are actively reevaluating with the with the with our management team, like what this do look like, and uh, our uh, our people team came up with a, a bunch of uh, ideas, but. Uh, I think it's too early to share. It would be it would be inappropriate for me to share without uh, the team uh, knowing that they would hear from here maybe first. So it, it is not appropriate. But you know, it is along the lines like uh, as we transitioned to uh, to for to to the remote uh, uh, company and and it is just uh, uh, getting more and more uh, uh, like that. How we how can we keep and how we can how we can build culture. In a remote company where we see us less of see each other less often or or sometimes not even when i joined for half a year i haven't even met anyone from my team because of the covid and uh, and and we built great things we built relationships but it was different from when you go to to the office so perks along around these uh, is something that uh, uh, is 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 uh, is top of mind uh to to find uh, at least it seems that working on an interesting product is uh working very well for you for now and you're growing so um <laughs> uh, uh yeah maybe maybe just having interesting uh, uh projects and uh, some freedom for developers is uh it's sufficient yeah maybe uh we can we can close this part and, and move to other i would say fun part of a, of a podcast and it's uh uh, explain to me like I'm five, which <laughs> means that I'm a small kid, and I will give you some some words or some uh, technologies that uh, we are working with, and uh, you can try to explain me like I'm a five year old. So the first one will be uh, the one that you you very familiar with, and it's a CI/CD. CI/CD. Okay. Uh, so you know, uh, have you seen a car factory when the car goes along the the belt? 
and then uh, there are initially there are these pieces and then more and more is put into that the car is built uh, as it is that it moves along that uh, belt uh, and then in the end it is uh, tested in a different room and uh, making sure that the, that the engine starts and uh, and then it rolls on their wheels and the wheels doesn't fall off so actually the car can be used so that that is CICD uh, for a five-year-old okay uh how about customer customer okay uh, <laughs> uh, you know when you go to buy ice cream then you are the customer and whoever gives you the ice cream is the 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 vendor the service provider or the the the, the merchant and uh, if you don't like the ice cream then you can say that that i don't like this ice cream so you have certain privileges so if you pay for something then you can uh, and you can choose uh, where you buy it from so you as a customer you can choose which ice cream uh, shop you want to go and also you can choose which uh, uh, ice cream type you want yeah so even a five-year-old can be a customer that's, that's absolutely no i i was a big customer as a five-year-old for ice cream <laughs> Um, okay, infrastructure. Infrastructure. All right. Um, so if you if you think about your home, that home is built from building blocks, and if you go to the um, uh, to the washroom or to the to the restroom, and you open the faucet, then water comes out. So the things that bring the water yeah, there into your home that you is invisible to you or if you flip the switch and the light goes on and uh, uh, it goes on because there is electricity and then what it takes to bring the electricity there or what it brings to make that water there to clean the water build all the pipes to bring it there uh, or generate the energy the electricity bring it to your house so you you can use it and you can flip the light or turn on your uh, whatever nintendo or or what is like you know, the game console <laughs> uh, that is uh, infrastructure that is kind of invisible to you and you don't really think of it is there but it is there and it's a huge amount of ener energy and uh, effort going into maintaining that infrastructure so you don't have to worry about it great great uh company culture is one of the last one uh <laughs> for a five-year-old okay so <laughs> i'm really short so it's basically the way how you ask for something and how you behave and how you respond if you are asked something for example for help or for something i think it starts there Okay, and last one, Bitrise. Bitrise, all right. The mobile DevOps company with the cute cat. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. I think you should, you know, ask your marketing team to change, change the description on our website. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think, yeah. I mean, so actually, uh, I think one of some of them will will watch this. So maybe maybe they give the advice. But this was just like shooting from the hips. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hope they won't mind. <laughs> nice, thank you. Um, I have one question. Like, do you have some favorite uh, like events uh, or like industry related events you are 
visiting or you were visiting if it was possible and hopefully it will be possible again in uh, the near future that you would recommend to our listeners? Okay, so let me think take three examples one i think that is very useful the craft conf it's it's uh, have a lot of really good uh, talks and and uh, good content the second is uh, what makes me really nervous every time wwdc when apple announces stuff and uh, and you know it's every time nerve-wracking like what is coming and what is changing and and how it will affect uh, basically industries and 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 markets everything it is just it's also new nerve-wracking and then on the third side, what is really was really coming every time for me, that is PTC, Pacific Telecommunication Council. This is not mostly not known for the audience. Uh, it was a telco conference in, in Hawaii every year in January. And I really like to attend to that because one, it was in January and it was good. It was great to go to Hawaii uh, and uh, and talk to a lot of people who were also very laid back. And you know, it was in the older times when everyone went to conferences in suits and ties and things like that. You knew if you were on PTC, everyone who wore ties or were in suit that was their first conference because everyone else who was there wore uh, Hawaiian t-shirts and, and t-shirts and whatever. So regardless if you meant a, a CEO of a really large global company and, and all the VPs, everyone was super laid back and was uh, really providing very good, meaningful discussions. So so these are the three. The one that uh, good content, the second that makes me nervous, and the third was that always called my nerves. Okay. Thank you very much, Arpad, for your time. It was it was great meeting you. It was a great opportunity to talk with you and, and hear your opinions. And I hope that we will have a chance to, to catch up soon again. Thank you for having me. It was fun, fun talking to you and uh, produce great content for your audience. And hope to see and talk to you soon. Thank you very much, Arpad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And that's all for today. And uh, if you haven't followed us on, uh, on Facebook and Twitter, please do. And also our our guest uh, from from Bitrise, they also have their own podcast. So if you are interested in mobile development, uh, you can definitely uh, have a look on that as well. Thank you and, and see you next time.